0: So, ducks are funny. This is. Ducks known. are funny. <laughs> there is something inherently funny about ducks, uh-huh. generally speaking. The noise they make, funny. The way they walk on dry land, funny. It's good. Uh, there's a reason we have positive associations with them, despite the fact that they are vicious little fuckers in the way that most waterfowl are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, maybe it's because they're wet all the time. Who can say? who can say uh <laughs> i'm sorry um but let me tell you dear listeners the visual of a 13 year old boy an andalite with a red-tailed hawk perched on its sho- on his shoulder creeping through mud and marshes preparing to acquire a duck morph is so fucking good <laughs> jesus fucking christ and they're just like sharing duck info back and forth uh because they're talking about how they're going to acquire one um it's just sort of like uh how do they eat and it's th- they're just like sharing facts back and forth. Oh, like because act's like why do they just like keep doing that move maneuver and like, uh, so I was like, no, that's how they eat. And I like, well, that just seems inefficient. Their legs are already under the water. Why not just mm, through the feet? <laughs> Smart. Um, <laughs> because they're talking about the best way to catch a duck,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and how it should be simple to capture a member of a species while its front half is submerged. Um. <laughs> Oh, we also, at the top of this, get uh, another nod about them being Team Finesse, um, (laughs) wading into swamp. This is at the gardens, to be fair. It is their wetlands section, um, which is a nice idea for a a park, to be fair. It, like, separates the zoo and the amusement park. That's quite Mm -hmm. nice. I like this. And it's like, there's ducks, geese, swans, pelicans, cranes, even flamingos. Uh, Tobias does muse that they could morph lawn ornaments, which very just i'm amused um a drake so because it's mallards specifically they've uh sort of got their eye on mm-hmm. uh there's uh, this aside in the duck world the boys get to be the pretty ones
1: and just like okay <laughs> I mean, just
0: like marco marco <laughs> i love this boy um Marco then proceed well making this observation, ready to grab this this Drake, a bullfrog does just jump onto his head uh, <laughs> and proceeds to spend a good chunk of the remaining scene up there. <laughs> uh clearly Marco was doing a good job of like being very still. Mm-hmm. Um But in a beautiful echo of, Marco, did you know there's a bird of prey diving towards you? We do have Marco, do you realise that there is a large amphibian on your head? (laughs) Um, uh, A bullfrog, specifically. um, That will not leave Marco's head, despite being poked. Um, Marco makes a grab for uh, one of the the female mallards, who will not have it. Uh, Kicks up a load of fuss. Uh, Marco finds out about the small claws that uh, ducks have uh, on the end of the webbed feet. Um, Gets his fingers shredded. He's screaming. The duck is screaming. All the other birds start screaming. The bullfrog is still there on his head. Um, And he's trying to acquire this duck who then proceeds to bite him on the nose and uh, gets away um and then the the, the bullfrog fucks off um, <laughs> and then we have axe just vaulting in a perfect arc outlined by the morning sun <laughs> uh, into the pond having spotted one and then we get daddy daddy look it's a unicorn uh, because <laughs> the gardens have opened um and so they need to bow quick. And this little girl's like, a blue unicorn, daddy. Look, there's no such thing as unicorn, sweetheart. That's a, uh, well, it's an antelope. Yes, an antelope. That's it. Probably from Africa. An African antelope. Axe, <laughs> the blue andalite slash African antelope, <laughs> is in the background splashing through the water, chasing a mallard. <laughs> This just and now they're being heckled by these kids on a field trip. Um, hey, what's that kid doing in the water? Looks like he's target practice for those birds. Can we go swimming too, Mrs. Duncan, please? Um, and Tobias now decides, I'll handle this dive bombs one of the uh, mallard Well, Well, he dives, he lands on one and uh, is able to put it into the um, acquiring trance. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Marka gets over there and starts acquiring, and then while it's still zonked out, people laughing on the shore, ducks and birds making a racket around him, just walks towards Axe carrying this duck. Um, and this is when one of the teachers yells, and and pulls um she knocks a zoo guard over and pulls a gun from his holster because apparently zoo guards need
1: firearms yeah that was the thought i just had it's just like why does this zoo guard have a gun i guess they mean just like a, a stationed police officer yeah because sometimes parks will have those but like
0: oh that said It is then described as being a tranquilizer dart fires out. No, the
1: tranquilizer dart comes from somewhere else. Oh, well, then there we go. This is dumb. Um, (laughs) Either way, human controllers
0: are now jumping into the pond. um, And on the bank, some humans are morphing. Uh, A leopard emerges from a security guard, a golden eagle from an ice cream vendor. Um, because the other, man I liked it better when only we could do that. Um <laughs> Seer goes for the eagle, uh hits it before the morph can finish. The leopard goes uh for axe. Uh axe still holding the duck, <laughs> struck back with his bladed tail. Got the presence of the duck is just <laughs> oh. And um Marco dives uh dips himself under the water to hide mm-hmm. uh, and morphs under the water uh bursting out as a gorilla um gorilla does very well uh mm-hmm. as so often does uh there's a brief moment where a goose starts coming at marco and he's like is this another controller he's ready to like punch this goose out of the air but it's just a normal goose um the fight has moved to the amusement park section. Tobias and the Eagle locked in aerial combat above the roller coaster. Axe is going towards the merry-go-round. Um, the leopard is uh, trying to drag itself uh, around. It's currently on, working on three legs. There's now a cougar here. Uh, jumps from the top of the merry-go-round. More tranquilizer darts. Another dragon beam. Uh Marco's heading for the log ride um and then uh <laughs> he climbs through the man made synthetic jungle um that's part of the the makeup of the gardens um as a good place for him to hide uh goes over uh the controllers following him uh get caught in the river slash i assume log ride. Um we then get the moment of um Tobias uh hitting the deck uh specifically uh he spirals down to land on the track for the roller coaster uh in a dip at the bottom of a hill while a roller coaster car is fil- filled with passengers is clanking up the other side, and Marco just like makes. Uh, towards him just like screaming at Tobias to get up Um, and he realises even as he's trying to get closer that he is not going to get there in time Uh, and the eagle meanwhile apparently is oblivious to its surroundings um, because is diving down for Tobias while a roller coaster car is also moving that way and in full on Looney Tunes mode, the roller coaster car hits the eagle. Um, because, uh, Tobias has dropped through a gap in the elevated tracks, uh, having faked out having an injured wing. Uh specifically he says, I just stealing your suicidal fake out maneuver. And Mark's like, that's all. Can a gorilla have a heart attack? Because I think I'm having a heart attack. Uh, you know that was completely insane, don't you? Insane, yes, but it worked. Oh my god, I missed this on the first <laughs> read because then the tram shows up and Axe is in the tram with a cougar wrapped around his neck. Oh my god, like the overhead tram hmm What the fuck is this scene? Uh but Axe um uses his newly acquired duck morph um as as he is falling from the like the cable car. Um and the cougar is like, no, and lands in the Siberian tiger exhibit. Um which Tobias notes is gonna keep him busy for a bit. Uh so then that's it. They've got away from enough of these controllers. They morph duck. Mm-hmm. Um get the observation that a duck morph is actually kind of comfortable. Oh no, that that's it. he falls face forward while his body is shifting, which is <laughs> very just amusing. Um but yeah the duck short, short squat steady alert and tense a little skittish but ready to stand my ground defend my t- territory in your face if i had to and overcome by a craving for mosquito larva <laughs> um he finds out that the uh, the drakes of the mallards do not have a very impressive quack <laughs> um get the ah, so it's a tr- cuz apparently females uh female mallards uh, have a better or a deeper quack um ah, so that's the trade-off, a pretty face or a big full bodied quack. And I'm just there just like to <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. ah, <laughs> Tobias. That's too the quack's not the problem. Um what I'd really like to know is who thought up this leg tail arrangement? Look at my butt. Uh thanks <laughs> to Bias, I think I'll pass. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I'm sure it's great for swimming, having the motor in the rear like that, but walking my legs are so far apart my whole back end bobs up and down every time i take a step up and down side to side like a like a like a duck yeah it's humiliating (laughs) and then he like goes to groom himself a little and he's like and he hates the fill of the flat duck bill and she's like this is wrong um she's like tobias you've been a hawk too long uh and uh They proceed to fly to the capital. Um, There's a brief moment where they're worried they might run into some other controllers who turn out to be just seagulls. Um, And I just love the immediate... Man, duck morphs are great. No flapping. It's no running takeoffs. um, Because the reason for ducks is because they're very good long-distance flyers, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the raptors who aren't built for that kind of flight. And I forget the fucking moment of. Uh, we, we can double back in a sec, but I just like this revelation from Marco of as they're flying and how Marco's like, he's still got so much energy even after, like, all the uh, 50 miles an hour on a straight-level flight. Why haven't we morphed duck before? (laughs) All those times we had to fly long distance, like trying to keep up with the train yesterday, Tobias, or that time Jake got his guts squashed on the ceiling when we were stowing away in a fly morph on an aeroplane. Why didn't anybody say, long distance, let's go duck? Yes, this is a useful morph. I'm not, (laughs) just like, and then how, like, you can fly in formation as ducks because nobody's going to question it. And the comparison is made like the Raptor is a fighter jet um, and a Duck is a 747. (laughs) Just like (laughs) steady and reliable. But Jesus fucking Christ, the comedy of errors that is the Ducks. (laughs) Just. (laughs) Like the stakes feel real, like the controllers are treated as a very real threat. Um, But now it's news like, I love like, oh, well, humans have seen us. Don't care. Doesn't really matter Mm -hmm. anymore, does it? Mm -hmm. Um, And just like the passing off of the duck between them as this fight's going on. mm. It's good. Chef kiss. It's very good. Uh, And it's so filled with who they are as people. Mm Um. uh uh, like like we said before like the action scenes very feel very like these characters um it's just an all-round gray scene and i think the problem with this book and it feels mean to call it a problem when there are so many worse books in this series (laughs) is like it's just we bounce just from action scene to action scene Mm -hmm. aside from the moment around the fireplace with jake and the others,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I think we have a quiet scene later where they actually talk to the governor. There's a couple of smaller moments, and then at the end, like this book is all action. Yeah, well-written action, yes, but I don't think it
1: makes for an as satisfying read. Yeah, you don't you don't get to stop and breathe and sit with the characters at all. Like everyone feels in character. Yeah, it's just we're not spending time on characterization
0: yeah combat can like have hints of characterization for sure and like you get ideas about who the people are and the way they interact but it isn't the time for like introspection and stuff Mm -hmm. like that because you're focusing on the fight and keeping alive
1: Mm -hmm. uh so they fly to the capital um they they meet up with a flock of ducks that are heading in the same direction so they just fly with them towards the capital um get there with little trouble once they get there they see the (laughs) capital building and then tobias is like so it's it's today is saturday uh the governor isn't gonna be in the capital building generally speaking um I do want to quickly
0: shout out Axe's approval of the dome on the top of the Capitol building. Just like, now that that's some good Earth architecture right there. A good dome? Love a good dome.
1: <laughs> uh, and uh, so they're like, alright, well we have to find him at home. Do we know where he lives? No. And Axe just fucking gives them so much shit. Like, we went all this way, we didn't know where we was, where, where we're going. And Marco's like, don't worry, we got finesse. And uh, and Marco just, like, morphs, demorphs, and then goes into a... What is it? Library. A truck it's stop.
0: Ah, uh, truck stop first.
1: Yeah. He goes into a truck stop and asks the woman at the truck stop, like, hey, where does the governor live? Um, because generally the governor will live in just some sort of McMansion that is relatively well known. Um, and none of the waitresses or the cooks, uh, or the dishwashers know either. And he heads back out and he, <laughs> there are two just bikers sitting at this truck stop. They're like, oh, hey, you need, a uh, you need directions. And he's like, yeah. And one of these bikers is like, yeah, I did a drywall job there once. It's just, you know, you go this way and just give some directions. <laughs> and it's like, Okay. <laughs> So these guys them. are described as
0: bikers. I choose to believe that these are leather daddies who saw something of themselves this young man <laughs> got to help this baby gay find the governor's house. <laughs> <laughs> there is also the implication that um, one of these guys has done prison time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and it's just like, the, it's this first hint we get about the kind of person the governor is as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, that the governor's a nice person, that the job, uh, there's some very subtle, not subtle pronoun avoidance with regards mm-hmm. to the governor uh, through this, uh, this bit where Marco's trying to figure out where they're going.
1: Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Um, to be clear, while this is going on, um, we're getting directed like, they realize none of them know what the governor looks like or the governor's name. Mm hmm. Now I appreciate that as a 13, 14, 15 year old, I probably couldn't have told you who my like local MP was. Uh I probably knew who the Prime Minister was. But like, they're in a war. <laughs> I feel like they would maybe know. Um also, I, one thing that did strike me, uh given the uh the understanding slash acceptance that the uh, Animorphs books take place in California. If this book was set a few years later, this would be happening with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> uh-huh. Which is just very good and
1: very funny to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, if Axe gives them more shit for not knowing what their governor looks like or what their name is. Um, is he's right to do so? Yes, isn't their picture placed prominently in all your educational facilities? And Marcus just like, eh, I mean, maybe I never really paid any attention. And he looks at Tobias, and Tobias is like, "Don't look at me. <laughs> I fucking didn't learn anything at school. Yeah, I get my education in other places." Kfax.: okay, thanks. <laughs> um, and and Axe is like, okay, maybe it won't matter what he looks like. Once we're inside, we'll probably hear someone call them by name. You do know his name. <laughs> so, and Tobias is just like, so I take it we're back to the finesse thing again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so they sit there and they debate, like, okay, we gotta get into this mansion and just, like, try to find out who the governor is. Um, and as they're debating, like, what insect to morph, essentially, um, uh, a limo pulls up, um, and two, uh, people come out of the mansion with guards, um, dressed, you know, they're dressed very nicely, heading towards the limo. And, uh, Marco's like, well, the governor's going somewhere, let's go with them. Uh, then there proceeds the high to heels be- and wing tip. High heels and wingtip. High heels and wingtip. Is how wing they just- Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There proceeds to be a, uh, not quite a comedy of errors, but a sequence of somewhat comical action. <laughs> Just to f- this
0: is so much like, because they don't quite manage to get in the car proper, like in the in the passenger section. So they end up like, Tobias is like wedged into a tire tread because mm-hmm. they end up doing roach for this, which is how they survive their buck wild fucking ride axe ends up on the exhaust mm-hmm. i have to assume judging by how hot it gets and axe is lit and marco is on the axle which is fine up until the fucking car starts moving and
1: he's just like
0: stuck in the grease on the axle while it spins super fast <laughs> uh, thankfully this section of the farce uh lasts as long as it takes to get to the gate to the the Mac
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're able to just get to a wire uh, underneath. Probably there's probably electrics or whatever. Mm-hmm. And we've got Marco and Axe hanging onto this wire for dear life. And Tobias goes to grab the wire, but ends up just hanging off Axe as they do the rest of the journey. Bouncing around, hanging from this rubber wire on the underside of this limo, mm-hmm. and it is so <laughs> ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's very well written, to be clear. Like it does feel like danger. It, uh, it reminds me a little bit of a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in vibe. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we are very small, and all of these big things are very useful, um, but also deadly. Mm-hmm. But they make it to wherever the limo is going. Uh, they yeah. disembark. And this is this. When I say this book is like a little bit fluffy, because um, th- there's so much comedy in it, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's a bad thing. Like Danielle was saying, like we needed the break. But the further they like smuggle, they smuggle themselves along to this table, and then there's dance a dance floor. We're like almost getting stepped on and hanging out in like the cuffs of tra- like this is stuff they've we've seen them do before but here it feels very much sort of played for laughs as they're still trying to figure out well they figure that wingtip is the governor yes to be fair by this point and they figured out that they're in like a fancy hotel
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, judging by like the quality of the carpet underfoot and stuff like that and the fact that there's like Restaurant table, like, like tables, and then there's a dance floor. Um,
1: but yeah, I do like I this like- uh mm-hmm. detail as they're dancing. Um, like mm-hmm. wingtip keeps stepping on high heels toes. About the fourth time he mashed her foot, she kicked his shin. I was starting to like this woman. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, and High Heels uh gets tired of being stepped on. Uh, and so just like leaves to go into a quiet conference room. Uh Wingtip yeah, follows her. But mm-hmm. they are
0: also up to 106 minutes in morph.
1: Yes. So they so, need to demorph pretty yes, soon. Yes. Uh Marco, um, Axe, and Tobias are all kind of like panicking. How are we gonna get off this dance floor and demorph? When luckily, uh, uh High heel mm-hmm. and uh, wingtip head to this quieter conference room.
0: Uh, and as they get into this other room, they do get the confirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, I hate this, uh, wingtip says. Smiling, shaking hands, begging for campaign contributions makes me feel like a dancing poodle. And the mention of campaign contributions is what does it. And this is where Marco does something incredibly Rachel esque. Mm hmm. Um, but drastic times, drastic measures, drastic measures. Um, but he starts demorphing, but while he's still, um, more roach than boy is like, speaks out in thought speak, uh, governor, you might want to sit down. You're about to see something that will scare the pee out of you. Um, there's a little back and forth. Like they're like, who said that? Is there a microphone in here? Uh, I thought a woman's voice saying, I thought you said this room was secure, Frank um axe is just telling marco to be careful um oh yeah this is where we get the description i which i somehow missed before um of wingtip was tall distinguished like a tv news guy chiseled cheekbones aristocratic nose perfect styled hair fashionably gray at the temples high heel was just the opposite short and plump everything about her was frumpy lumpy and gray her dress her shoes even her face everything but her eyes gray yes but a quick intelligent gray and she is the one who spots him under a table oh no he's now moved out from under the table where he can be seen um where he is full cronenberg black lump of boy slash insects and now, like, she, she spots him and is freaked out, but she's remarkably calm. Mm-hmm. Like, she does pull back, but, like, she keeps her eyes on Marco, um, talks to, uh, like, Frank. Um, uh, Frank is much more wigged out by this, um, shoves one of the security guards towards Marco. And Marco's just while morphing Um, And then we get his sideways cockroach mouth melted into lips, teeth and tongue. And he's able to talk Mm -hmm. um, and just like to ask them, tell them not to shoot, please. Um, No, don't shoot. Just watch him closely. It was an order, but it didn't come from wingtip. It came from high heel. I turned. I am the governor, she said. Her face was white, her body tense, but her eyes remained steady. And who are you? The governor, I stared, uh, it didn't even occur to me that the governor could be a woman. I won't tell Rachel if you won't, said Tobias. Um, <laughs> uh, Marco says that he's an anamorph, and somebody else in the room takes a sharp intake of breath, and he's immediately like, Okay, so he's one of them, a con- one of these guards, a controller, both of them. Um, but while he's doing that, he's also like, right, I'm one of the good guys. Um, And he's like, puts his hands down, steps towards her. He mustered up all my charm, my sincerity, my finesse. Uh, You have to believe me, the entire state, no, the entire planet depends on it. And you're the only one who can help. The government studied me. Flattery, huh? Okay, I'm listening. Um, And marco clocks the one of these security guards is staring at him like open mouth hand trembling the shorter of the two guards is l- glaring at him finger ready to go on the trigger hatred to sting his face uh and marco immediately like yeah that guard's about to shoot me and then he'll probably shoot you and your husband and the other security guard um and the governor is like, don't be ridiculous. His job is to protect me. He won't shoot you unless I tell him to, unless you're, or unless you attack me. In fact, he'll take his itchy little finger off the trigger right now. Uh, and Collins, she looks at the other guard, make sure he keeps it off. Uh, as we've said before, we do love the governor, <laughs> mm-hmm. is the thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God, knowing that she's short and a little bit dumpy is just making this even better. I'm now picturing yeah. her play by like Mar- Miriam Margulies or something and <laughs> I'm having a great time. Yeah, um, it's,
1: it's particularly refreshing because this is one of the first like, adults to take them completely mm. seriously immediately right away yeah yeah um and like granted she did just watch a roach turn into a boy but you know and that's smart of marco to just go straight for that because he recognizes that no one else has really believed them until they show that they can morph. um
0: it 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 does say something about the kind of person she is that she mm -hmm. is calm and asking questions Mm mm-hmm but like and is immediately like i also appreciate that this is clearly portrayed as an older woman um because a lot of the time the women are portrayed as very beautiful Mm -hmm. even by like when it's not at all relevant um not to say that people can't be beautiful regardless but the fact that and I think like it's clearly a deliberate choice that Marco finds her super compelling. Like she's clearly very charismatic, yeah. As well, but like Marco definitely feels like he's nursing a little bit of a crush. Mm-hmm. Um. Also, to be fair, though, he does make the comparison to pick at one point. He does picture the governor as a younger woman, and she's like, "No, it's just Rachel," <laughs> <laughs> which just might say something about the kind of girls that Marco likes. Uh, but uh, this is where Axe and Tobias uh, enter the picture, like uh, crawling out of the cuff of wingtips, uh, trousers. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, the hawk appears. And we're like, ah, and then uh, they clock Axe. Mm-hmm. Um, the short guy, who he is just described as short guy, capitalized. Collins gets a name because uh, we can't humanize a controller too much. Mm-hmm. You know how that be. Um But uh Axe just like gets the short security guard against the wall and just like and he's just like telling Take his blade, take his gun. Uh and then they knock him out. Uh Collins, while backing up, steps on Wingtip's foot, who just yells at him, shoves him out of the way. Uh and then uh, Axe starts to tell the story. Uh, not Axe. Marco starts to tell the story um, at the government. Like, yeah, no, nah, tell me. Uh, tells Wingtip to go back to the ballroom. Make my apologies. Tell everyone I'm not feeling well. And Frank, don't say anything else. Uh, and here we have just one of these peak Marco moments. Uh, wingtip nods and slipped out the door. I watched him leave. He seemed so calm under the circumstances. Yeah, too calm. Any normal person would have been amazed, fascinated, creeped out. Wingtip hadn't even been shocked by a full-fledged andalite. I glanced at Collins and the governor. They were still staring at Axe's stalk eyes, deadly tail, and mouthless face. But Wingtip had been more concerned with wiping Collins' footprint off his shoe, as if a four-legged alien were nothing unusual, nothing new, nothing he hadn't seen before. Governor, I said, we have to move. Fast. Tobias? firepower now and so begins the
1: multi-chapter chase yeah uh this is Marco is so smart he's so smart he is so smart um and I love that he gets to be so smart Uh, and I love that the governor is so smart um everyone is on top of their game hell even the Yerks are on top of their game yeah, the Yerks um, are very efficient in this book. Like, mm-hmm. as I said before, like, for all, like,
0: they're still getting to grips with morphing some of them. Like, they barely have a chance to morph. Like, Tobias starts and Marco is getting ready to and Wingtip is already, like, bursting back into the room um, with uh four waiters all with dragon beams. hmm mm-hmm. Um... And uh, the, go- the governor's just like, governor's reaction to this table getting, like, sliced in half by a laser beam is just like, oh, Frank, <laughs> what are you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know. But, uh, uh, and then they bail. Yeah. Like, Collins gets shot through the shoulder. Um, mm-hmm. Marco tells him to get out. Um. Wingtip, aka Frank, uh, while well, there's these like fucking controllers running in, because uh, Marco wraps like a gorilla arm around the girl and he's like, Wingtip, reach for her. Honey, take my hand. I'll save you. The governor grabbed a chair and swung it over her head. I thought she was aiming at me. I ducked. Crash. Wingtip crumpled to the floor. Save me, car
1: She said with a <laughs> frown.
0: Yeah. Yeah, sometimes uh-huh. yeah, it does get a little bit much by the end of mm-hmm. all of this. Like I think it was Jawaska the competitor or I don't know whether it was their comments or your response to mm-hmm. but about her being a little quippy. Yeah. Um I do like it though, is the problem. Yeah. Even though by the end she's like, Okay. She yeah. like, maybe too
1: cool. Yeah. Um a little too down with the kids. Yeah. Um I like I like the the moment we get at the very end of her with, with the like oh the coffee must not be working it's just like oh yes we need just a just a moment of her showing her exhaustion good yeah oh. and then it turns out to not be exhaustion but you
0: know yeah still um, it's still but she she does feel human like for all that she mm-hmm. isn't as developed personality wise as James was in the last book. I do think the book does do a good job of establishing her as an ally. And mm-hmm. cl- the way she's portrayed, she is, a par- in the same way that James was a, is a parallel to early Jake, mm-hmm. the governor is very like Marco.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This is somebody smart, savvy, and prone to using humor. Mm-hmm to deal with situations like it's Mm -hmm. clearly an an intentional choice Mm -hmm. Uh, we are just all on the back end of way too many Joss Whedon written things and his influence on dialogue in movies yeah but we just kind of burn out on it Mm
1: mm-hmm